Blog Talk Radio. And now, where the paranormal meets the sacred, and all topics in between, live from Los Angeles, California, welcome to the Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show, with your host, Shaw McCain. Hi, I'm your host, Shaw McCain, I'd like to welcome listeners to the Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show. My show was created to provide an open-minded platform that welcomes the gifted and extraordinary thinkers from every walk of life and circumstance. Please follow the Paranormal and Sacred on Facebook for upcoming events and special speakers from around the world. And we happen to be translating to many different languages for our listeners outside the country. The call-in number to listen tonight and to call in to speak with our guests is 619-924-9744. And the Paranormal and the Sacred airs every Friday night, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And as you know, I do a little Bible study Sunday mornings. And sometimes I have an occasional Monday night special, which I'll fill you in on when they come up. And during the show, I can take questions in order in chat, and you may call in with your question and speak with our guest tonight. Any buzz killers and chatter on the phone, you know, I'm going to kick you out and I'm going to lock you. But anyway, just play nice and be polite so we can have fun tonight. I'm very excited about tonight's show. Okay, I have a few announcements to make. Star Wars conference is being held at the Aquarius Hotel in Laughlin, Nevada, and it's going to be beautiful weather out there. And it's hosted by Paola Harris, November 14th, 15th, and 16th. So it's really coming up very shortly, as in this weekend. And uh, go ahead and go to their website for more information. It has a wonderful lineup of speakers, including our own Yvonne Smith and Grant Cameron. He was here last week as our guest. And many more. So contact www.starworksusa.com. And November 23rd is a heads up. That's coming up, too. Uh, the Zero Support Group meeting is going to be at our secret location at Huntington Beach. And be there, be square, because there's a lot to talk about, a lot to get ready for all the holidays and everything. And then I'd also like to tell you while we're on, we're on the location thing is that if you're an experiencer and you don't have any sport or anything, uh, please contact our group, uh, CERO. And uh, Yvonne Smith is a licensed hypnotherapist, and she can really help and assist you. And she can't. She's a she's the kindest woman, and uh, we've gotten a lot of help. I've gone to Ciro International for 21 years, and uh, it's really helped me out a lot. And I'm an experiencer, so anyway, I just want to recommend her, and that you can go to www.cirointernational.com, C-E-R-O International.com to get more information and actually connect with Yvonne Smith, and you can find her on Facebook also. And coming up December 13th, Zero International Holiday Party is aboard the very haunted Queen Mary in Long Beach, and it starts at 7 p.m. Please contact Yvonne Smith about your invitations and reservations, and we have to have them in by November 28th. It's coming up, people. You don't want to miss this party. We get all dressed up, we start, we act civil, and we have a blast at the same time. And with the, some people do that um, haunted ship tour. I never do that. I'm, I'm too scared of a chicken. 
You think me being in the paranormal doesn't make me scared, but I'm worried about that boat. Anyway, go ahead and get more information at www.crointernational.com. And let's see. I'm going to welcome aboard tonight on our little haunted ship here, S.J. Wells. And she's an author of fiction and nonfiction titles in the paranormal genre. She has spent a lifetime as a spiritual medium whose specialty is advising the public and guiding lost spirits of children and adults to the veil of the afterlife and into the realm of the spirit. She is a 34-year veteran investigator with a few thousand investigations under her belt and considered by many a leading authority on the subject of the paranormal. S.J. Wells also has done many public speaking events to inform others on the truth behind the scenes of reality of ghosts and spirits dispelling misconceptions about the afterlife. As a psychic advisor, she implements workshops and guidebooks, but most importantly, she offers personalized advice on how to advance, subdue, or understand your abilities. 34 years of investigation, research, and paranormal counseling, 50 years of spirit communication and empath abilities, and she has 20 years of psychic advising. I mean, she's got an awesome uh, history here. She's also author of The Haunted, a true story beyond life, and The Ghost Chronicles and Dark Possession, and uh, Vampire's Legend and Asylum, and she's also talking about her new book tonight, has appeared in radio shows, Beyond the Gate Radio, Black Cat Lounge, that's so cute, our show, she's been here before, and I love her for that, and Paranormal Angels, Ghost Chat Radio, Cairo Talk Radio, that's in Seattle, amongst others, TV appearances on the Montel Williams Show, I Miss Montel, please come back and see you at Seattle Paranormal. Newspaper articles in the Seattle Times, the Everett Herald, the Concrete Herald, and radio broadcasting host of Dark Moon Rising Chef. I'm sorry, Dark Moon Rising Radio. She's done that for three years, and I think she's currently a radio host. So let me look for her because she's uh, chatting in tonight, and I see her. So now... I see you in chat, Sandy. Now you better call in, so I don't see you calling in yet. So let me see. So we're doing the Skype to call kind of a secret thing. So I'm trying to, I can see her in chat. She's here. And I need just to, you have to call in the show. The call in number is 619-924-9744, SJ. So you are here. You just gotta figure out how to get in here. So just uh, be patient for a moment while I uh, get her in here. So I don't know. I can see you because you're in chat right now, and I also have you on the Skype little panel. So let me see what she's saying over there. I'm telling her she needs to press the button. But you know what? I don't know what button. Anyway. Okay, so people are starting to click in right now. So I'm going to... Oh, there's... Let me see. Okay. So uh, just try again. Let me see what she's doing here. We'll get it together. Okay, I'm going to tell her to reboot and keep trying. You know, I could put a little music on as we're starting up here. Um, I already made my announcements. Let's see, what else can I do? 
Um, okay, let's see if there's anything I could do for my end. You know, sometimes there's a little cute, cool, you know, thing going on. I don't know why. And if you're doing radio and you know what this uh, thing looks like, you can just give me a, send me a message. So uh, I just want to welcome all my listeners that are lining up in chat. I don't really thank you very much. And uh, I'm waiting for our guest tonight to get in. Uh, we're using the modern conveyance of Skype. So uh, hopefully, because uh, I'm looking around, and actually, uh, SJ, if you're listening to me, they said the only way you can get in is use that front page and uh, and click it and get on. So if you're part of Blog Talk Radio and you have any hints to tell me, let me know. Let's see. Okay, welcome everybody. I'm gonna, I'm I'm typing in the chat right now, telling everybody welcome to the show as we straighten out our technical difficulties. So what I'm going to do is play, uh, let's see. I have some permission from the uh, producer to play this. So we'll just uh, have a few minutes to uh, to put on our uh, disco and listen to, uh, let's see... I think I'm getting something. There we go. So, okay, it's coming in. Woohoo! So, we're going to be listening to Year uh, Down the Summer. And uh, as our guest tonight tries to get in here. <laughs> They're already kidding me in chat. I guess they're going to start playing cards in chat. That's not nice, you people. Anyway, they're making fun of me. Uh, well, you know, this is a little nerve-wracking. So that we can, we can dance. That's the thing. I'm chair dancing right now. Okay, we're still waiting on you. I can see her. She's in there. So, let's see here. I don't know. I'm just waiting for Sandy. Sandy, I can see you in the, the little lounge here. You just have to go through the front screen, and I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I... So, let's see here. Sandy's trying to get in here.
I think we're getting closer. I don't see your number yet. So we're going to keep doing this. We're going to try. Could you even get to show the show and you want to Skype in? There should be a little button to press, and then it puts you in, and then I can see uh, your number come up here. So that's uh, the technical issue right now. So I just got to get you in the uh, studio and then get you on the show. I could hardly wait. Okay, she's trying to do it now. So just be patient, people. So if uh, you have a mystery to call in with tonight, uh, I welcome you to uh, call in. Maybe something weird happened lately, but uh, I want to actually wish everybody a happy Halloween. That was a lot of fun. And then we just had Veterans Day, which was a lot of fun, too. That means barbecue, and it means welcoming our vets to their past and give them gratitude, and also our, our people now that are in active service. I love them. I'm the Senior Vice President for the Women's Auxiliary in the Gardena Post, 3261. Yay! So I don't want to start talking about me unless you guys want to ask me a question. No, um, Sandy, I know you can hear me. Uh, give me your phone number and I'll call you. Because I can call you in. Maybe that'll work. I'm not sure. Think up for Donna Summer. That's all I can say. For some reason, this whole song reminds me of headbands and leg warmers, so uh, that's what I think. Anyway, I'm Sean McCain, trying to host the Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show. We're here every Friday night, rain or shine, hell or high water, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Even if I'm sitting here doing nothing, I'm just waiting for my guests. No, it's not. Somebody just told me this was Bronky Bron- Bronsky Beat. This is Donna Summer. No, okay, they're asking me, they said this is Bronco- Bron- Bronsky Beat. No, it's not. It's the reason why I got it from the guy who uh, actually produced this song. Okay, so if you have any... Uh, Supernatural questions you want to cover, you can do it now. Just start asking me stuff so I can see you guys in chat. Hello? Hello? You know, Donna Summers, I think, sat there in the studio and just kept singing this and singing this and singing this for like a couple hours. But anyway... No, this isn't a cover. This is her because uh, I got it straight handed to me by the producer. I had the little CD 
I know. I'm lucky like that. Not telling. <laughs> Supernatural radio. I'm not telling you my information. <laughs> it's a friend, okay? So, I'm still waiting here. Here's Sandy. I'm trying to get this one's going to be almost gone. Okay, so let me see what else is going on here. Okay, you know, uh, uh, Sandy, you got to actually go to the front. This is what they told me. The only way we could do it is if you go to the front page, like you're looking at my show, and then press the button on Skype from there. Uh, I don't know. Supernatural Radio, uh, what does it matter? Anyway, um... Let's see. I'm just keeping my secrets to my... Just because he's being a little devil, I'm going to do Jace Everett. The angel loves the devil out of me. It's not Donna Donna Summer, but it is Jace Everett. This one's dedicated to uh, Supernatural Radio. As we keep chit-chatting and, and, you know, I'm trying to overcome my embarrassment. Things were most known for us. Okay. The gun and the Bible. Which is a pretty fucked up combination. Okay, we're still having a little technicality deal. I like Jay Severett because if you watch True Blood, a lot bigger than this one. he is uh, more lights, smaller bar. And I learned some strange things in that church. It took me a long time to unlearn. <laughs> but there was one lesson I learned. <laughs> Hello, is this S.J. Wells? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you guys hear us? Okay, so, okay, there's a little phone thing. I'm not sure 
can uh how did you do that? Sandy. I don't think we can't hear her anymore. I I Sandy? Did you guys uh hear Sandy? I just heard her. Try again, Sandy. I'm actually not getting it through my phone. I'm actually getting it on the computer. Okay, we did hear you there for a minute. So whatever you did, try again. It wasn't showing up on my switchboard, oddly enough. Okay, I see that it ended. It only lasted like 20... Oh, man. This is really... There she is. I hear it ringing. Okay, Sandy? Hi, Sandy. I was wondering... Uh, okay. So I'm actually hearing you, and they said they heard you. So why don't we uh, go... Uh, Sandy? I was just trying to... In- Hi. I was just trying to introduce you. I don't want to touch anything because uh, I can hear you. They say they can hear you, so why don't you go ahead and... Okay, good. Why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about your yourself and your past, and then we'll go into uh, what you're working on. Sandy? Hello? Just start talking. Give us your history. Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. So you might not hear me, Sandy. Just keep talking. Okay. Um, well, I've uh, been a paranormal investigator all my, well, 34 years of my life. I've, I've been a bee and there's Okay, I can hear you. Okay, just keep going. You might have to turn down your so- your sound on your side or something because we're hearing you fine. You just got to keep talking. Hello? Sandy? Okay, are you there, Shelly? Yes, I'm here. Well, just yeah, I'm here. Just talk. Okay. Um. Well, let's see. Okay. You can't hear me. Hang on a sec. I'm gonna try. I can hear you. Hang on. Uh, she's so much calmer than me. <laughs> I've been a. I've been a. a I've been a. Uh, Sandy, you there? Okay, I'm going to try this again. Can you hear me, Charlie? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and talk. Yes. Um, I have been in the um, all my life, um, and I've been on the for approximately 34 years. Yeah, I'm here. And... Uh, um, I'm an author. I have, I've got four books out now. Uh, three are nonfiction and one is fiction. And that's the newest one that 
that I want to talk about tonight is called Haunted, the true story. And it's the story of my life, basically. Up until the age of about 21. I'm sorry, I don't understand why it cuts off like that, because you can hear her when she keeps talking, so let's just keep giving it a shot. Yeah, because, you know, that pretty much sums myself up for, uh, we can get more into the book and stuff, and that'll talk way more. Like, okay, I don't know if you guys can hear me. I don't know what is going on with the connection. What uh hello? Charlie? Yes. Sandy, I can hear you if you just keep talking. Charlie? Charlie? Hello. Well, I can hear you. This is a really bad delay. Ask me a question, and I'll answer it, and we'll just keep it going that way. There's there's a slight delay, though, unfortunately. Can you hear me? Yes. Well. You know, I better talk to her on Facebook. Okay, so now I got a message into her on Facebook and uh, on the line. Just keep talking. Oh, damn it. I'm going to have to give up on this, people. So, uh, let me see. Let me try to get somebody on here. Talk about their paranormal experiences. So she's going to try to call again. I'm trying. I just wanted you to tell us about your latest book. I know you guys can hear her.
Well, I don't know what to say. I'm going to have to switch up my thing here. Okay, so I'm sending up a red flag. Okay, so um, Sandy, we're going to have to have her, I guess, uh, I am very, uh, I'm very frustrated. Okay, I'm back, I'm back with you now, Charlene. Can you hear me? Yes. Anyway, um, well, my book is called Pawns and a True Story, and it's basically about my life from the age of five years old um, until about 21 years. Um, I stopped there because then it starts into my new life with my new husband. So um, I'm hoping to, you know, write a second book, you know, on to that goes from when I met my husband on because that's when I got into paranormal investigation. Um, so anyway, um it, this all stems from a uh, near-death experience when I was five years old, and uh, I went to the other side, basically, and was brought back by a, uh, or I was guided to the other side by, like, I would consider an angel or a spirit guide, and then once I had been there, um, I was placed back in my body and healed, and it basically started from there. SJ, you got to keep talking. We can hear you. Okay, so uh, I think that's that's it. I'm going to uh, switch this up a little bit and... Uh, um, I'm I'm sorry about this tonight. You know, it's it's so embarrassing when things go wrong. We'll have uh, we'll have uh, Sandy on again another time to speak about her book and uh, and other stuff. Here, you can also find her as S J Wells on uh, Facebook, and um, she you know she has a very interesting story and everything else. But we're gonna have to do this another night. Okay. Okay, so anyway, so, uh, you know, uh, things like this happen. Um, I don't know what it is. I think it's Blog Talk Radio has a really strange, oh, good, they're liking you on Facebook page. So, Sandy, if you can still hear us, uh, you can just uh, actually join us in chat, and uh, we can try to carry on somehow. But um, let's see. Uh Okay, because, uh, yeah, because we can hear you fine if you just keep talking, Sandy, but I know how it's very hard to have a one-sided conversation like I'm having right now. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, we're just going to be talking randomly. So uh, I'm going to open the phone lines for general uh, conversation about anything about the paranormal, uh, 619-924-9744. And you may call in uh, with your question. 
he can ask me a question or or whatever. But just uh uh you know, just go ahead and call in. Six one nine nine two four nine seven four four. And I have very little desire to talk about myself tonight. So if you want me to talk about you, you can uh, actually <laughs> I don't drink, sorry. <laughs> Now they're telling me to have some uh, wine, so no, I don't drink, but I am drinking a Diet Coke, so it's going to keep you buzzing all night, but anyway, uh, people are liking your page, Sandy, and I want to thank you so much for trying, and, uh, you know, this stuff is not easy, it's pretty complicated, and uh, anyway, so we'll forge on, and I'm trying to think, um, I I wonder, you know, if we open this up just for general conversation about the paranormal, uh, if you have any idea that uh, you want to uh, talk about. And uh, let me see if I can get, uh, I'm going to try to get some friends to call me so I actually put the word out so uh, somebody just call, could call on the show and, and talk to us. And I'm going to ask uh, somebody to call in. Okay, so that's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to get somebody going. I have never had this messed up with a show before. I'm just so embarrassed. So bear with me. It's technical difficulties. Okay. So I've invited a couple people, but I don't know if they're up. And uh, I know... Uh, that's why I don't even mess with Skype, you know, because I do see all the buttons and everything. Usually people would just call in uh, during Skype and it just goes through, sometimes not. But, you know, it's just uh, dictating the neck. And so it's okay, Sandy. Anyway, I just wanted to hear more about your stuff, though, because you're one very interesting person. So, uh, anyway, let's see. So... Um, I'm just trying to think of, uh, yeah, because her new book is called Haunted, and you can actually, where can you get the book, Sandy? It's Haunted by S.J. J. Wells, and uh, where can you pick up your book, Sandy? Doing chat, so I'm asking her there. Because I was looking on Am- uh, uh, Amazon, and I, I couldn't find it on there, and uh, I just wonder where you can get it. So let me see. Who else can I bug? If you guys, you guys want to call in and tell your ghost stories or or whatever, I'm very happy to do that. Happy to talk to you. Okay. I don't know. Can you guys still hear me? I don't even know if you're I know you're there, but are, are you not kind of like watching a train wreck? Is that what you guys are doing in chat? <laughs> Lord. Lord, help me now. Clear up the show. Get so that things will go and people will call in and then we'll all be happy people. And uh, let's see, I'm laughing at myself now because I've totally lost my mind. So, 
you know, I've been I've been having a lot of stress around here, and uh, anyway, I didn't tell too many people, but you know, I did end up in the hospital on Tuesday. And it's just because uh, I ran out of one of my medicine. I hadn't taken it in a really long time. So I was stressed out in the emergency room. And uh, now I'm coming back and, uh, you know, trying not to blow another gasket. But, uh, you know, life goes on. Where can I get your book? Oh. Okay. So they can share Sandy's saying you can get her book on Amazon and uh, it should pop up. So uh, let's see. Let me go over there. I'm looking at Amazon window. Amazon. Anyway, for those listening, now I'm okay, right? So uh, I'm doing good. I know I didn't put it on Facebook because you know how you don't want, in case you die, you really don't want to leave it on Facebook. <laughs> I hope my kids aren't listening to this. Anyway, let's keep it real. I'm going to have to actually, uh, what I'll do is uh, I'll, I'll tape another uh, show and uh, and I'm going to replace this one and uh, try to have some kind of professionalism going around here. So I'm going to put uh, S.J. Wilson again. And try to find a book because maybe I can read you an excerpt of her book. And I know she has a book free on Kindle right now. I think it's called A Moment in Time. And uh, that's in Kindle, it's for free. And uh, let's see. I don't know, I can't find the other one. SJ can't find it. So I have, I'm looking at Amazon, and I, I'd like to read some of you. So uh, let's see here. All I can see... Okay, let's see. Okay, I can just read one little book description. I can't I can't actually see the other book. So if... Uh, Sandy, can you please uh, send a link... Post a link on in chat right here to your book so I can read some excerpts out of it at least. Okay, so let's see here. Yeah, because there's only one book showing up. And that one got really good reviews too. Okay, it says, uh, I read quite a few times about tri- time travels and after a while they seem to have the same storyline. This book captured my attention from the first chapter and I had a hard time putting it down. It had romance without sex scenes, twists, no sex scenes? Oh, my God. And, oh, anyway, twists in terms of delightful endings and a little more intrigue than the time window being open at any time. She just didn't want the book to end. I think that was very flattering. Timeless. So I never thought uh, I would like a book about time travel, but I do this one. The Glens of Scotland and Mountains of West Virginia. I often wonder if the sceneries were both similar. In this book, I think they are. Anyway, it just sounds like your books are just just so well done, and it's interesting. So if you could send us a link to your current book, I could read some of it on the air. Miss Sandy? I don't know if you could find it, or you have something handy, because then I could read it to my audience. So... 
let me see. You got excellent reviews all the way around. So for that book, it was uh, five stars. All five stars. That's cool. So right now, you can get it for the Kindle price of, uh, let's see, five ninety nine, And go to Amazon and put S.J. Wells in there, and then you'll find it. Okay, what else? Okay, I think she's sending us some information right now. You know, come hell or hot water, I will do something and bow and get her book out there. I think uh, she's such a wonderful author. I think you should uh, have the opportunity to enjoy her, her stuff. So, Okay, so I don't know. Sandy, can you uh, send us a, a link to your book, please? I just can't find a link to it, SJ. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, this is going on, everybody. So, um, oh, good. Thank you, Supernatural Radio. You're awesome. You can actually uh, actually order it straight from uh, Sandy through PayPal also. Man, I'm going to try to find something here. Okay, so she really has a, a mediums, M-E-D-I-U-M-S, jwells.blogspot.com, and that's how you can uh, actually get to her website and find out what she's doing. And uh, let me see if I can find the link to the book, and I can I can see if I can read any of it. If there's any, mm, I don't see it. Okay. Yeah, I don't see how I can go straight to the book. Okay, so. Anyway, that's where you can read your book on our website. And uh, let me see what else. I'm looking around. Okay, there's a question uh, from uh, Profundity. Time travel has always intrigued me. Do you think it's feasible to time travel during astral projection? You know, that's a fantastic question. Um, I have, uh, I think, you know, one of my gifts is that um, it's very strange. I can never put it all together. But uh, I didn't know what's been happening. But all my life I had uh, dreamt of people who come to me after they pass and before they pass. And uh, they'll tell me either they're going to pass away at a certain time or they'll tell me uh, this is what I want or this is what happened to me. I mean, it happens in, in many, many cases. And um, talking about time travel, uh, in my dreams, sometimes I'm walking in a space. Like one time uh, I was in a room and I opened a shade 
and I put every time I pulled down the shade, and uh, somebody pulled. I didn't pull on the shade. Somebody pulled down the shade. So I would go over the window and snap the shade open again, and there would be another scene that I was in. And I kept doing this. It's almost like somebody wanted to shut my eyes, but I kept opening the shade again, and then it would be another scene. And it went all the way back to ancient Greece. And I was I was very coherent the the at the time, and uh, and I was lucid dreaming, so I was aware of what was happening. But uh, it made me think about uh, that I think there is no space and time. If you're out in the middle of outer space, there is no way to keep time. If you think about it, let's say you're standing out in space and looking around, where is your past? Where Where is the future? It just is. And there's no time out there. So I think that we have actually imposed or somebody started, I don't know who started this timekeeping thing, but... I think they've imposed an arbitrary time that we've all stepped to. And I think that Einstein had some theories that you could um, you could travel in time. I think that's what, you know, I'm not Einstein, so I can't report it to you, but I think that it is possible to, tra- to, to move in time. Yeah, and, you know, it is a... Pro has said in chat, he says, uh, it's cool that it happened to me often during meditative or shamanic journey. And I do think that that has everything to do with it. It's where you're at in your head. And some things, you know, uh, sometimes you wonder, you know, is it my fault I don't have more spiritual experiences and everything else? But I think God or your higher power has given us the ability to sleep. So, it'll, the, you know, the eternity will get to you one way or another. So... For me, a lot of times I have to be asleep because I guess I'm getting information that's so overwhelming, you know. And uh, I recently, I don't know, now it's been a month, but um, I recently had, uh, I guess, another near-death experience. But I don't, sometimes I don't recognize it at the time, but I was going down this long corridor, I'll tell you, and... uh, Oh, my legs were hurting. I had my arthritis was kicking up, so I was complaining. I was I was going down. I was still walking down the corridor. But I was saying, "Oh my God, I'm too tired. My legs hurt." You know, when is this going to be over? So I was complaining like a kid. I kept walking down. There were the walls were very generic, kind of gray, and uh, very plain. I just kept struggling along the path, and I did know people were back of me, but I didn't turn around to look at them. Anyway, I kept walking and walking and walking, and there was a guide in front of me, and he was like this little guy, uh, just a regular man. And he had khaki uh, shirt and pants, you know, just regular, you know, regular person, working person's clothes, and he had a black belt. And he was walking backwards, waving me, waving me to him. He said, come on, just come a little further, come a little further. He was like chuckling me along. I was saying, come on, when is this over? You know, I'm tired. He said, come on, just a little further, a little further. And so I kept walking, and then finally I turned a corner, and there it was. It was paradise. It was mountains like, and I don't know if you've been to Yosemite, but it's simply the most beautiful place on the planet. And it was all like so shiny, covered with diamonds and beautiful water, and the mountains and the sky was just glossy and glistening. And I said out loud, oh, my God. The beauty was so overwhelming. When I said, oh, my God, I said it out loud, and it woke me up, and I was thinking... You know, just keep staying on this journey. Don't give up. Just keep going. You know, because a lot of us are suffering, you know. When they were getting older, you know, age catches up with you, but that grateful attitude. So I am, despite, you know, what's happened 
recently I was ill, but, you know, I'm grateful again. You know, I got scared, but I'm out of it, and I'm doing fine. And uh, it gives, gives, gives me even more gratitude knowing, you know, there's something beautiful on the other side waiting for us, you know, and that I'll be there someday. So to me, it's heaven, and it's so beautiful. And uh, it's happened to me a lot. You know, one time I was uh, I was dreaming. I was dreaming about my middle grandson, and uh, he has like sleep issues, like I did. But that night uh, he was up having a nightmare. So he had this little like whistle ball bat, and he it was yellow. This is what I'm dreaming, and he's in his bedroom banging the bat against the uh, bunk beds, and I'm watching him do this. And uh, I, I'm aware I'm dreaming, but he's in there and he's whacking away. And he's, he's screaming about some machine dog. And to him, uh, when he talked to me about his dreams, that was the worst thing that he could ever think of was this machine dog. And it really is scary when you think about it. And it scared me too. Uh, but I was standing there, and he was whacking away at the side of the bunk beds. And I was standing there, and I was aware that there was an angel standing with me, but I didn't look at, look at it. I, didn't turn, I don't turn around a lot and look at him in my dreams. You know, If it's on the side or in the back, I don't look. I just look at whatever's up in front. So anyway, I was aware that somebody was standing there, and I felt like maybe it was an angel. But anyway, so I started praying for him. And then I saw sort of a light come in and out of the scene. And uh, then um, the next morning I called my daughter. I said, uh, honey, um, I want to tell you something. I had a terrible, you know, uh, your son had a terrible dream last night, and I dreamt I was over there. And she said, Mom, and my daughter is very stoic. You know, she is practical. Um, she, Her dad's an engineer, so she's a lot like that. But she said, Mom, I have something to tell you. I went, what? She said, well, Mark was screaming and crying because he was having a nightmare. I said, yeah. I said, I was there. She said, Mom, I opened the bathroom door. And you were standing there. And she said she didn't know what to do, so she slammed the door. So in my dream, I saw her open. I didn't see her, though. I just saw the light opening opening and shutting. And, she, and I said to her, I said, well, what's the rule? I didn't know what this meant. She says, Mom, you were there. I said, well, what's the rule on this? How does this work? You know, so that's the projection uh, Pro was telling us about. You know, so I've done that many times. And... Uh, it's really interesting to me when it's happening, I'm calm. You know, I'm calm because, you know, I'm concerned about why I'm there. So I want to help, you know, whoever is there. So that's one thing. Okay. So I have somebody calling in. And let's see who it is. Hold on a moment, please, radio listeners. Hello. 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 I'm getting the spinning wheel of death, so this show just might crash. Let's, uh, oh, there you are. You're live with the paranormal sacred. Your first name, please? Uh, is this me? Yeah, it's you. Okay, my name is Steve. Hi, Steve. Where are you calling from? Uh, actually, I'm calling from uh, Fort Worth, Texas. I saw your message oh, you on, um, on Facebook. Oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a little SOS. You know, I'm sending out a flag, you know, to uh, so I can keep my show going tonight because uh, we weren't able is, to is get the Skype thing going. 
This is Charlene. Uh, my name is Steve Hudgens. I'm with the Texas UFO Radio Show. Oh my God, Steve! This is this is the big Steve, the the guy that knows it all. No, I not me. I don't know. You're famous. <laughs> oh my God! No, I'm not famous. Only in my own mind, maybe. <laughs> no, you're famous. Well, you know what? This is wonderful that you're calling in because uh, you have done such good work, and I do follow all your stuff, and I, I see you on Facebook all the time. I want to thank you for calling in. So what's on your mind tonight? Oh, you said you needed someone to talk about paranormal experiences. Yes. Do you have well, any I've had a rash. I've what? had a rash of paranormal experiences. You have. And you, would, you would think that uh, I wouldn't be a ufologist. I would be a, a UFO or, or a, a ghostbuster. But no, I just don't go there for some reason. <laughs> but, no, I understand that. But, uh, no, I live in a house that's haunted, actually. And, wow, tell uh, it, us about it. it. Well, it actually began, really, the, when I first bought this house. It was back in, uh, oh, I don't know, 1975, I think. And uh, uh, the first thing that happened to me, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about but the first thing that happened to me was um, I was in the house here, and I was getting ready to, there was nothing in the house. And I was getting ready to, you know, it's like, well, I'm going to do this here in this room, and I'm going to do this here in this room. I was going to change the place up. And uh, at the time, I was uh, in, like, a closet area that that uh, is uh, that separates two bedrooms. <laughs> and uh, I was in there on the floor, and I was digging around and seeing what I could, what I could tear up and do. And uh, on, the, on the other side of the wall in, in the other bedroom, uh, I heard what was what was uh, like uh, if you were. I always describe it like if you lean a broom up against the wall, and it just like slid over, you know, bump, 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 and then whack when it hit the floor. Yeah, I heard that, and then as soon as the the like like the broom handle hit the hit the floor, it's like something hit the wall right there in my face, real hard. Well, you know, I thought someone's in the house messing around with me, so I ran around there. There's nothing in there. No one's in there. There's nothing in there that could fall over. Uh, so um, I turned out all the lights and went home. <laughs> it wasn't time for me to leave. <laughs> but uh, I never did figure out what that was. But um, since then, uh, I, I hear, uh, like, uh, I've got I had a large, large attic, and there's a bedroom up there now, but I had a large attic at the time, and uh, I, I was constantly hearing, like, something running across the attic, you know, like, Bum, 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 and run, just run across, and I always ah, it's just a squirrel on the on the on the roof. That's what I always said it was, trying to blow it off. But um, other times I was uh, like I did a lot of a lot of uh, work out of town, and my wife and kids stayed here. But when I'd come back from town, uh, she would say, "There's something banging on the side of the house at night," and I was always making up all these excuses and. And uh, trying to blow it off and figure out what it was, but but one night I heard it and it woke me up out of the bed. It just it was hitting the house so hard that it was rattling the windows. And I said, wow. "There's some idiot out here beating on the side of my house." It's boom, 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 you know that kind of thing. So it was continuous. It did go go for I don't know fifteen. Did boom, 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 then wait about fifteen seconds and do it again. Well, I finally got up and and went into the back bedrooms. Everything goes on in that back bedroom, and looked out the window. And I've got these out exterior lights on the outside, lights up for everything. 
And I looked out there, and here it is. It's bang, bang, bang on the house. There's, no, there's nothing there. Nobody's standing there. I can see someone if they were standing there. And that's the last time I heard that noise. <laughs> and then one night, well, early one morning, um, I, I woke up, and uh, my wife was in here. She was watching uh, I Love Lucy. And you know, you know the music to that show. And I hate that show. You hate <laughs> I can't Lucy? Stand it. Oh, yes, I cannot stand that show. But it was going on, and I'm sitting here almost getting a headache listening to that song, trying to go back to sleep. It was on a Saturday morning. And I and I said, yeah, I might as well get up. And uh, that's when I started feeling it. Uh, first of all, I couldn't move. And I started feeling like something was climbing on the bed with me at my feet. Oh my and God. I describe it like, uh, I don't know if anybody has cats. Or you have a cat, maybe? I don't know. Yes, I one. Uh, it was, okay, well, you know how these cats, when they're not sure of where they're stepping on, they'll, you know, they'll step real easy, you know? Well, that's what this mm-hmm. thing was doing. It was like it was sneaking up at, at my feet level, but it was large enough that it was on each side of my legs, just kind of slowly walking up, and it got about waist level. And I'm starting to get excited at this point. Couldn't see anything. And I couldn't move at the same time. Well, here I am struggling to move. And when I did finally move, it was off into the floor covering everything, and it was on. So whatever was there, it, it was gone. Didn't see it anymore. Or, well, I didn't see it, period, but I didn't feel it anymore. And then uh, not too long ago, uh, my wife was in the bed, and uh, she woke up because she felt something grab her hand. And she thought it was me. I was asleep. And then she looked down, and there was this uh, shadow-like figure, a small one, was uh, laying alongside her and holding her hand. And she looked at that, and she jerked her hand out. And when she jerked her hand out, the, the shadow thing just kind of disappeared. So I, I think, I'm think i thinking of some little kid or something uh, of that nature. Uh, it's, it's not, yes, I, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I you know how you catch glimpses of things out the corner of your eye? You know, because I, I wear glasses too. That could be any kind of reflection or anything. But I've never seen anything like, like directly. But I would say, yep, it's a ghost. You know, I, I never, I've never seen that. But the the st- I've got a bedroom upstairs, and there's a stairway going up to it. And once in a while, I'll see a shadow. I got a light at the top of it. Once in a while, I see a shadow up there on the on the wall, like something walking in front of that light, and. And uh, once in a while, I'll hear something like step on the top step because it's kind of rickety a little. You can hear it. But uh, other than that, it doesn't. Well, I don't hear it much unless I change something in the house, like paint a room or redo the floor or something of that nature. But but uh, <laughs> wow. that's what's going on in my house. <laughs> and that's all in your, the house you're in right now? That's the one well, I'm in right now. You know, I've lived in a series of haunted houses except the one I'm in now. I'm so relieved that I don't have to worry about that. But uh, I have your, your your story about that loud bang. One one night, there was a huge crack and bang that was so loud it shook the windows the same way. You know, yes. and I, I I told my uh, my ex, I just said, please go look. Cause there's nothing, you know, he's always... There's so many weird things going on. He's always trying to shine it on, you know, poor guy, including alien invasions and everything else. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's being controlled by aliens. Oh, nothing's (laughs) happening. Nothing's happening. Like PTSD from uh, anyway. 
And plus, he's a Vietnam veteran, so I just I feel bad now looking back. You know, the whole shenanigans that's been going on. Anyway, but I woke up in the morning, and to me, in my mind's eye, it was almost like I imagined a uh, lasso, and like you know, or no, a whip. You know how you snap a whip, and I could imagine something. So I came up with this weird string theory or loop theory that when people travel through time, they're on the edge of this whip. And as you and then as you whip it, you can actually travel anywhere. Now this is what I'm thinking after I heard the whole crash in the house, right? This is what I was thinking. I swear to you. And mm-hmm. uh, I imagined that whip, and then traveling along and traveling, uh, you know, that sometimes uh, you can crash. You know what I'm saying? But uh, anyway, so the next, uh, but that's how you can travel through time and actually come back, and you not have to be three thousand years old. So that's what I was thinking. Well, now and that's interesting. Then when I, Okay, go ahead. No, I said that's interesting. It, oh, okay, it I've is. I've never heard because that. Because how odd for, well, I know, and I am I really am very, you know, I am an artist. You know, when this happened, uh, I wasn't in forensics yet. And uh, anyway, so, you know, now, now I'm a counselor for federal prisoners. I'm into forensics and all that. But I've always been interested in quantum theory, but I thought, how strange that I would think of that after I heard that big crack. So in the morning, I get up and I go out on the porch and I look and the whole banister that was holding up the roof is cracked through. And this is a big old log. And it was cracked sheer through. And Maybe that's the that uh, noise you heard. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking there was so much pressure or something happening in the house it cracked the post. You know, or vice yes. versa. But the thing is, is that that thought came to me about traveling on the edge of a whip. Hmm. That people can travel like that. That's weird. I don't know. It's just a weird, uh, for instance, thing. So how did you get into the alien thing? UFOs? Yeah. Um, well, uh, quite by accident, actually. I was always curious about them. I saw a... Um, documentary film about uh, some UFOs that was uh, filmed in, uh, I think it was Utah or Montana back in the 50s. And I was watching this uh, UFO uh, documentary about it. And uh, the, uh, the the outcome after the investigation was they said it was a flock of uh, geese or birds mm-hmm. or something. And I said, that wasn't a flock of birds. They always travel in a, a V-shaped formation, these birds and ducks and geese. These were just That's scattered all over the place. So I said, I said, you know, these were scattered everywhere, so, you know, there's somebody hiding something. So I started reading everything I could about it, and, of course, I was going to the Enquirer and things like that, and I was getting all this really good information, see. But uh, I'd read books and stuff, and finally one one day, I guess I was about, I don't know, 19, 20, 21, somewhere along in there. Um <clears throat> No, it was in. Uh, it was I was older than that. What am I thinking of? It was about 1990, and uh, I was talking to my sister about it, and she said, "Well, you need to join MUFON." And I said, "What is that?" She says, "It's a UFO organization, a worldwide." I said, "Okay, how do you, how do I join?" She says, "Well, you have to be uh, uh, recommended." I said, well, "I said, I don't know anybody in MUFON. How am I going to be recommended?" She says, "Well, I know the state director in Oklahoma, and I'll get you an application." So, okay. So she did that. I got an application. I signed up. It was $25. I, I joined up, and I did that for about a year. And I got the nice little journal every month, and that was it. I, there was nothing else going on. I started getting a little disillusioned about that. I said, well, 
I want to be a field investigator. So the next time when, when you when you renew the thing, I, I put on there. I said, I'm going to be a field investigator. They said, oh, well, send me this nice little letter that uh, I had to buy the uh, field investigation manual, take the test. And I said, okay. So I got the manual, took the test, passed it. And I said, okay, I got the nice little ID card that says I'm a field investigator now. I said, well, that's pretty cool. And now I'll get to uh, get in on all the investigations. Well, I never got any of those either. And uh, another year rocked on, and I was getting kind of disgruntled a little bit. And mm-hmm. by the time I was getting ready, <laughs> by the time I was getting ready to quit, oh screw you! I got, yeah, I got another little letter. Said, hey, we're having a, a meeting over here in Dallas, uh, a UFO meeting, a MUFON meeting. I said, okay, cool. So, uh, <laughs> excuse me, uh, I went to this meeting, and there were five of us there, and I was the only field investigator. Okay, so that made me the senior what? investigator immediately. Okay. <laughs> so, so there uh-huh. I am. That's My so first cool. meeting, I'm the senior investigator for Texas. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, it, it went on for that. And uh, what happened was that the uh, about the, just after I joined or just before I joined, the uh, DFW group split up and uh, went paranormal, which that happens once in a while. So we had to uh, build the DFW group back up again. It took, I don't know, five or six, maybe ten years to build that group back up. And uh, <clears throat> it uh, so it went paranormal again. So the DFW group is down to almost nothing. But uh, in the meantime, all that, I, I went to state director. We did the uh, Steelville investigation. And uh, I went to state director. And then after that, I went to now I'm the uh, director of investigations for MUFON. So. I'm up there now in control of all of the investigations, and that's fun. Being king of the investigations is a lot of fun. Well, I'm not king, but anyway. I don't know. I, I just think very, I think very highly of you. And, uh, gosh, two years ago, I remember rec- re- recommending, I, I really loved uh, the way you interviewed your guests and everything, and I recommended you to Kim Trotman, a friend of mine, and then Steve Pierce. I must have him over there back in the day. That was a couple of years uh-huh. ago. Now, I can't believe time has flown. But, you know, I was just like, the, it came full circle, and now you're over on here. You know, it's just, uh, I want to thank you so much for stepping in, because, you know, I know it's later there. It's been uh, pretty it's, uh, A little after 9 o'clock. Oh, it's not too bad. That's good. Yeah. Are you a night I'm owl? I'm up to midnight almost every night. Okay, that's good. I'm so glad you answered the call for the while because I was nervous because I don't want to, I don't want to fail. I want it to go good. You know what I mean? So when everything got screwed up. Well, I was yeah. Like, oh my god, it's stressful. Well, you're in L.A. Yeah, I'm in L.A. Actually, just okay. south of the airport, LAX. Near the beach. I see. Our next uh, Mufon symposium is going to be out there really close. I think in Irvine. I think. Oh yeah, that's uh, east. Yeah, Is Irvine, it? but that's okay. it's closer than Arizona or something. It's, it's Irvine. That's a nice. It's the rich people are up there in Irvine. It's cool over there. Uh, yeah, that's that's what that's what I that's what I found out. <laughs> I went out there a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah. But, um, next one's gonna be there. Oh, that's gonna be now. What's the date on that? It's gonna be. Uh, let's see. It's gonna be like in August. Okay. And uh, they, they usually have them in July. But this is going to have to be in August this time because the the hotel their work that we're going to have it in they're doing it revamping mm-hmm. it or re- doing something and they won't be finished until later in August. 
So it's going to be in right. August next year. Well, that sounds good. You know, there's there's things coming out this way at the LAX. Real handy is the Hilton, and they have everything right there. I mean, it would be so easy just to park and everybody stay there and the whole thing. So, but people mm-hmm. kind of choose a little bit farther out stuff, which I don't I don't get. There's just so much to do right near the airport, but I guess they like a little more remote remote locations like the desert or something. For some reason I don't know. But anyway, oh, the last one I yeah, the last one I went to was in. Uh, um, Las Vegas. That's what I mean. Everybody heads to the desert. <laughs> I went out so there and I was like bored it? to death. That's I what I mean. Death. See, that's what I'm like. So when they say desert, I'm immediately bored. I don't even know what to say, actually. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Oh, good. We're heading to the was, desert. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have a question from the chat room. Steve. Could your UFO interest, yeah? So, Steve, could your UFO interest and curiosity be because of some old half-remembered childhood experience? (laughs) Are they a mind reader or what? Yes. I wasn't going to say this, but since they brought that up, I'm going to bring this up. Okay. I was uh, about 18 years old, and I didn't I didn't know what UFOs were. Could care less. I was too busy worried about ghosts because I was always got this thing about ghosts. But uh, I was spending the night with some friends, and uh, it was an old house. I mean, one of these shotgun, not a shotgun house, but it's like a shotgun house with, like, bedrooms on each side of the main hallway going down. It's a combination living room and, and dining room. And uh, wood floors all over the place. You, you, you walk creek, walk creek, that kind of thing. And uh, here we are in the middle of the night. We'd been up all night playing cards, and um, there's late at night. I don't know. I don't know even what time it was. I didn't even have a watch back then. But um uh, what night around there is one of those hand in your face things, you know, you can't see anything. And I'm asleep. I'm asleep. All of a sudden I wake up. And uh I'm I wake up from a dead sleep. I'm looking around, it's dark and you know, what woke me up? I, I don't know. I was sitting there thinking about that a minute. I said, Well, wait a minute, there, I heard a noise. I heard and it, when I think back of it it sounded like a noise, uh, like a bunch of pots and pans fell off into the floor. Like, you know, you, you know what the noise sounds like when you, when you yes, drop dishes or drop hands. You know, it made a loud crash. And what bothered me the most was I didn't hear anybody else getting up because uh, there's a bunch of light sleepers around there. Uh, but anyway, nobody said anything. Nobody, I couldn't hear anybody moving. And all of a sudden I started hearing someone or something walking across the floor because, you know, the floor creaks. And it was like I could, I could almost follow it like going down the wall door or the door to my bedroom and uh, <clears throat> i heard somebody messing with the doorknob is one of those old-timey crystal doorknobs you, you know you've seen those in no houses it's about to fall yeah, off I anyway, have them right just, now. well okay you know what i'm talking about then and, and, and each yeah. turns and you can hear that thing turning well it seemed like it was turning and turning and turning forever and finally it stopped and i felt this cold wind just blast into the room and i knew what that was all about there was a ghost walking in there and I, I shut my eyes closed fast. I was coming in that room. And I'm laying there, and I don't hear anything, but I can feel this cold air. And this was in the summertime. It was, it was, it was hot, you know. And <clears throat> finally I started hearing this um, this pounding noise in my head. And, and what I realized was that this pounding noise was, was my heart beating. I was terrified. I, my heart was about to explode out of my chest, right? Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I woke up the next morning. 
I jumped out of that bed and I looked around. There's nothing. And I went into the kitchen. Everybody's up there eating breakfast. And I'm looking around. And said, and I started asking questions. You hear that uh, noise last night? And they look at me. What noise? Oh, okay. I shut up about it. I didn't say anything about it. And then years later, I, I joined the Navy and I was on the on the ship one night. And we were all sitting out there smoking cigarettes and lying to each other. <laughs> and uh, they started talking about ghosts and things. And I brought this up. And I got to that point there where I just said, I just woke up out of the bed. I got to thinking about that. Wait, wait a minute. Here I am with my adrenaline exploding out of my brain. And I just go to sleep. Wow. No, I don't think so. No. So something something happened because every time I talk about this, I get goosebumps. And people say, you need to go get regressed. And I no, I don't either because I don't want to know what happened in that room. But right. there you are. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm well, interested in aliens or not. I know, know one thing, though. Pe- people come to me and they say, hey, I'm an experiencer. Really? Yes, I'm a contactee, too. I said, well, good. Next time you contact them, tell them to come my way because I want to talk to them. And that never happens. Do. No. Well, yeah. I'd I, love to talk to them. Well, maybe you have. And you don't. That, that's true. Maybe I have. Maybe you have because uh, we were under, I was talking to Grant Cameron and we're having this discussion that people are chosen for each little job that they do, you know, and that it's all, we all do have a a strange familiarity with each other. Like uh, how would we know how to get to each other? But we seem to be a big family now, you know, and uh, we all have our part to do. And I believe that. I believe that uh, we all have a purpose here. And it may not be or not be an alien agenda. I don't know. But I've had a lot of paranormal, spiritual, uh, otherworldly, uh, alien abductee all my whole life. All of it. It's like a big psychotic. You've been uh, abducted? <laughs> yes. You have been abducted? I have babies in space and all that stuff. It's, it's very odd to me that because... Uh, I see everybody taking side. They're the pro-aliens that are, and then they're draconians, and then they're uh, star people, and then they're, you know, I feel that I'm pretty uh, down to earth, except when I'm being, you know, taken away. But uh, I'm pretty traditional, but I just have all these untraditional experiences. You know, I was raised uh, back east. My uh, family, my mother's first generation from Greece, and uh, that's my mom's side of the family, and we were very brought up very religious and all that. So this didn't, it made me think because my family got mad at me, but it didn't make me question my religion because mm-hmm. I still have religion, but I'm still having these other experiences. You know, so now uh, I've had old, to actually go ahead. How, how old were you when you had your first experience? I think I was about five or four. I was so okay, small, I barely, yeah. I was to barely look over the sink, and I was trying to figure out how they were taking me out of the house. I remember looking over the sink, like on my tiptoes, and thinking, are they taking me? Because I perceived a pipe, like a metal pipe, taking me into a metal ship. That's what mm-hmm. I thought was going on. So I would literally look around the house, like, did they take me through this? Or Then I remember going over the sink and looking down, because, you know, it's a metal aligning to the pipes, and you can see the garbage holes and all that. I was thinking, is that how they're getting me out of the house? I mean, that's what I was doing. Trying to relate that's it to strange. something real. It is strange. 
Now, this uh, this description you're having of a pipe, uh, however, yeah. whatever the mechanism was, it was uh, surrounding you, it and was. you were going up, like going up a tube. Yes, I was going up a tube. So, and then I'd be in a round room, and it was a metal room. I mean, I could see the rivets and everything, and I'd be faced with a silver being that had big black eyes and a little tiny slit mouth. And I would see rivets like it was made out of metal because I would be staring and trying to figure out, like, how does it breathe? Or, you know, just like what a kid would think. And then I noticed there was a ledge around around it, but they'd take me the same place, and then they'd try to come towards me. I would panic. I had a horrible, horrible sleep disorder because of this. That's interesting that you describe rivets because uh, the other other descriptions is uh, it's a, the room is uh, solid, flat, and seamless. And uh, just a doorway. Yes, um, I know that too. But I, I just have to say what I saw. Um, mm-hmm. Later on, you know, as uh, since it's been going on uh, continually, and for the last forty years, I have a best friend, so we've been uh, we we get abducted together, and we see each other along sometimes with her husband. So uh, we've actually seen had the same dreams and were the same spots, and we just discovered that because uh, I just was just offhandedly talking about this and I said you know I, they take me to this other house but it's mine and she said yeah I've been to your other house I said does it look like it's like from the 70s she said yeah you have a mm-hmm. big other house but this is so it's weird that I'm actually dreaming that they're taking me to this house right it's my house it's not here it's not where I live it's somewhere else where That's I, live, I guess yeah and then what? she's seen the same house which is weird because I just, you know, if you don't offhandedly say things, you just kind of talk to yourself sometimes, this could go unobserved. You know what I mean? It could easily, I would never have affirmation that I have another house somewhere in the sky somewhere. But mm-hmm. but now as an adult, I dream about these, besides my, my, my house, like the Brady Bunch house, which I sort of live in. But anyway, in my, my subconscious, I am perceiving a house like from the 70s, literally. But, and that's where I, I meet, Alien kids or something. I don't know, but my best friends are too. But what I dream about is these luscious kind of round rooms all covered ceiling, uh, these these strange uh, outcroppings. So everything's smooth, you know what I mean? It's all blue inside, like carpeted, and everything's comfortable, but there's no real furniture. Now, that's, uh, as an adult, what I dream of these so-called conferences that I go to once in a while in my sleep. Yeah, you're actually what? <laughs> no, because I go to these conferences where all that beautiful uh, interior is. It's more kind of oh. reminds me of mod mod stuff, you know, like like. Do you know your blood type? I don't know. I'm going to find out pretty soon. I'm, I I really need to know that because uh, uh, um, savvy uh, Jacqueline, she really wants to know what my blood type is. So uh, I have another question. Okay, around the time of your experience, did you see any owls, or just previous or after the experience? I said uh, yes, I see owls. Question. Yes, that's an interesting question because a lot of abductees do see owls, and uh, children see owls, owls and uh, uh, these little figures and deer, things like that. But no, I, I don't remember seeing any animals. But I do have a um, I, I don't know what you call it, be frightened of, but I've got this thing about dogs. I, 
like dogs kind of sneaking up on me or looking at me. I just don't, I can't, I don't like that. So weird. And I don't know what that comes from. Um, so, no. Other than that, no. Okay. Okay, I really love dogs, you know what I mean? But I have seen these creatures that are dogs, but they walk funny. And I've even looked at them and said, in my dreams, I look, to them, I look at them and I say, well, you're kind of cuter, you know, than the other aliens, which look like insects to me, which I hate. And uh, But these look like dogs, but they walked funny when they were walking away, and that's the only time I got scared is when they were walking away because I could see that they weren't walking like dogs. So they have showed up cloaked as dogs before in my dreams. Do you have an mm-hmm. idea if it's anything like that? Nope. No, I haven't. No? Nothing like that. Uh, but what I've heard, no. No. Uh, only in like paranormal events uh, would you have like the devil dogs running around. I've I've uh, heard uh, people talk about that. These devil what do you dog mean, things. Uh, what what are devil dogs? I I don't really I haven't heard well, that. Well, just um, I was interviewing a guest and uh, they were talking about this one house that was just super haunted, you know that type of thing. And one things was this dog and. Uh, they they shot at it a couple of times, never hit it, but um, they did something to it at one time, and it yelled and whined and and ran off through through the wall, and you know just a big large dog, red eyes, and just I, I said, what was it, a werewolf? <laughs> and but the, you know something worse than that are close to we just call it devil dogs, but um, that's not that's just very seldom. So was this near? Uh, what was what city was this in where you saw that? It was in a northern northeastern state. I forget exactly which state it was. It's supposed to be a very well known house, and it's been there for a long time. I'm sorry, I don't have the name of it in front of me, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, that's okay. You know, that's kind of scary to me because I have seen a couple things along those lines, but you know, uh, you know, there's an odd memory issue that goes on too. I think with abductees and experiences that um, you remember a piece of it, you know, like you remember a sight or uh, like something like the way that dog walked that reminded me of this dog thing you're talking about. But other than that, I rarely hear about it except for the cryptozoologists. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've been trying to, to uh, find out if there's a connection between the paranormal and UFOs, and I haven't really been convinced yet. I don't think there's really a, a connection. And uh, <laughs> I usually cause wow. a lot of argument. No, but, I, uh, I, I think I'm always asking, Go ahead. I'm always asking uh, people that I talk to, you know, if you, know, if you think there's a connection, tell me what it is, because I would like to find out. Um, I, don't, I think that the uh, topic of uh, UFOs should be taken completely away from the paranormal topic. You know, in order for it to be more seriously looked at. I mean, scientists aren't going to yeah. take on the, the UFO subject and tackle it as long as it's in the same rail with the uh, with the people that wear tinfoil hats, if you know what I mean, because that's what they say. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a what UFO you expert. I mean, yeah, you wear tinfoil hats. I know. You, yeah, I hear about you guys all the time. Oh, my God. Well, something happened to me. I don't know. I'm just so sick of the whole... Thing of holding back or whatever. I just, uh, I'm just uh, saying whatever I want to say. 
That's from at that point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, you know I've I've held it in you know up until I didn't come out until like a couple of years ago, and then all of a sudden I'm doing a show which I don't even know how that happened but uh, you know it's uh, you know I'm it's just, fate it's going to be myself it is it's fate and I'm just going to be myself and if it does sound because my kids have always thought I was a crackpot and that's before this thing thing started with the whole alien thing. You know, because they uh-huh. have, they've been around me. Uh, you know that uh, show, uh, Medium, uh, about, uh, what's her name, the blonde that was the uh, second Yes, I used to watch that all the time. Me. Yes, I love that show. And But my kids, when they watched it, they said, Mom, this is what we grew up like. And I was so stunned when they said that, because I never perceived myself like that. Because to me... Uh-huh. You know, I'm just answering the phone before it rings or I'll talk about somebody or have conversations with people and then next second so I'm actually having the real conversation with a the person. They kind of grew up like all this, especially the dreaming and all that. And that, um, you know, I'm just now, only now realizing this may have affected all my relationships, but I wasn't just aware that they noticed it was different or something. Yes, you know that's mean? true. I don't I dream much. From that. Don't. Well, no, not that I remember. Well, you don't uh, remember. Yeah, that's, that's probably what it is. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> it's probably a good thing. Um, yeah. Uh, but see, that's why I have two shows. I have a MUFON show and I have my Texas show. And on the Texas show, we talk about anything and everything. Oh, and cool. on the MUFON show, we just talk nuts and bolts stuff and you know try to yeah. keep it separate. But uh, anyway, well, I go on the Texas show and I just <laughs> we go to Texas well, show so and we what, talk what about anything. What night are your shows? How can they get a hold of you? What, what night is your Texas show um, on, and how can people get uh, you? Okay, all of my shows are on Tuesday, Tuesday night at uh, 6 p.m. Central Time, and it's on uh, kgraradio.com, and you can just get on there and, and click on the button there. This I think it's 365 Live. You can click on that and hear the show. And if you go on the website, you can get into a chat room there, and you can ask questions and things of that nature. But uh, anyway, we have fun. Shows out. Yeah, what, what about the other one? The, the MUFON show is okay. The MUFON show is first Tuesday of every month, and the Texas show is every Tuesday after that. Oh, cool! I know because you have some really interesting guests and. Uh, you have worked hard on this. How long have you done uh, your radio shows? Oh, man. I don't know. About three years anyway. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, at least three years. Seems like it anyway. Well, well how do you like I was the on network a, you're with? KGRA? Oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. And we're the only digital show. I remember that. Because I wasn't even into this, so I I was barely even I had no glimmer of anything that I was going to be doing this at all. It was yeah, like it's kind of fun to do. It's fun. The, the it hard fun. part is getting guests. I can get the guests, but sometimes I have a glitch on here, like tonight. It was just a terrible glitch. You know. I always blame that on the mothership. I didn't want to say it, but I was thinking that because it's always happened between me and her. This is the second time I've tried to have her on, the same thing happened again. And I'm really? thinking, yeah, I think in the powers that be don't like it. It may they, be her connection. Know. Yeah, it could be actually the 
the Skype connection she has or something. I don't know. Because we could hear her, but, uh, you know, we just couldn't carry on. So it's, uh, anyway, so I really appreciate you being on, and uh, you're welcome on any time. If you're anytime you want to chit-chat. Okay, that sounds cool to me. Okay, and then uh, I think very highly of your show. And uh, tell everybody again one more time so they can be writing it down. Okay, the the show is uh, Tuesday night, 6 p.m. Central Time, and uh, it's an hour and a half show, and it's on Tuesday night, and the first Tuesday of every month is the MUFON show, and every Tuesday after that is the Texas UFO radio show, where anything goes, and it's at uh, kgraradio.com. Thank you very much, and thank you for being on. God bless you for this. She really helped. You helped me okay, get cool. calm again because I was freaking out. <laughs> plus, plus, I like your voice, and you're just so calm, and, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate your show and everything you do. And thank you so much for covering for me tonight. Yay. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, take care. Take care, Steve. All right, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, so that was Steve Hudgens. Really catch his show. You can also catch him on Facebook. And let me see you can pronounce it. Let me see if I can... Get the proper spelling of his last name. Uh, yay. Let's see. I'm trying to get how you spell his last name. Okay. S-T-E-V-E, Steve Hudgens. H-U-D-G-E-O-N-S, Jr. So you can find him on Facebook and follow his shows, and they're Tuesday nights, and you can figure out the, the schedule over there. And he has an awesome show going on. And I really appreciate you guys hanging in there with me and uh, uh, helping me with the show tonight. And uh, I just ask you to turn in next week. Uh, we're going to have, let's see, what's going on next week? Next week, we are very excited to welcome author uh, Jeannie. She's written a book uh, called Disguised Blessings. And uh, she had some paranormal experiences, but it's it's more in kin with, let's say, life after death experiences. So she's going to uh, be with me tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow. I'm sorry, people. The next Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I'm really looking forward uh, to having her on the show. And I want to thank everybody that tuned in tonight. You've really been a blessing to me, as you are all the time. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Jeannie. All my stuff is rolling slow, so it's probably about time I get off of here because the technical issues are weird tonight. But anyway, she's appeared on many live talk shows, including Dr. Phil in 48 Hours. Lifetime is making her uh, book into a movie, which is fantastic. So we're going to be talking to author Jeannie Callahan next Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then uh, she's really an awesome lady, and um, tune in next week with that. And I just want to say... Uh, Good night, everybody. I want to thank Steve Hudgens again for tuning in. I'm sorry, Sandy. We uh, seem to have technical issues uh, when you get on the show. So quit putting the hex on my show. That's S.J. Wells with her new book. Quit hexing my show. Love you, though. Okay, everybody. I want to say good night. You can reach us. Uh, the Paranormal Sacred is available on Facebook. And follow the links if you want to. If you need any help, you can. You know, you can reach me with snail mail. Nobody ever sends me a postcard or hate mail of any kind. But you can reach me, Char McCain, PO Box 980, Hermosa Beach, California 90254. 
all I want to thank the guests in chat, the handsome and fine people that they are, and the smartest people on the planet, and they have ESP. And I want to thank everybody. And uh, remember to tell your friends, and the paranormal is sacred. is a place where the unheard may be heard. I want to God bless everybody. And I need to be dancing some more because I'm trying to uh, get over my anxiety of uh, not being perfect on the show. And it really does upset me. But anyway, let's see. I'm going to find that crazy song again, that instrumental. Donna Summer, secret producer I'm not telling anybody about. But here it is. God bless you guys. Bye. See you next week. 6 p.m. Pacific Center time. Love you.